Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarcos. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Jim. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. We're just uh, we're just happy to be part of the Dickey Broadcasting family here and uh, Extra 106.3 FM and, of course, 680 The Fan. Everything's going great here, and the show's growing, and uh, we get a lot of positive comments, Dan, about the All Four Seasons Home Show, and we appreciate the your company, All Four Seasons Garage Entry Doors, sponsoring the All Four Seasons Home Show, making it possible and bringing businesses in every week. And if you would just take a moment to, to, to any, any new listeners out there, explain what the All Four Seasons Home Show is and why you do it. Well, we've been doing this for a few years, but the show really, what we're trying to do is bring on good quality companies that, listen, hopefully by the end of the show, you understand how good they are in their field. And hopefully you give them a phone call, but at least they are informing you on whatever the subject is so you can make a good buying decision and this is not the old you know put the blue wire into the red wire and we're going to teach you how to you know right. do some electrical work yeah, around the yeah, house yeah. i don't think a lot of people are are wanting that information anymore and right. quite frankly most people are trying to select good companies so um we'd like to help you select some good companies and understand what you're dealing with 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 the subjects around the house and jim as you know People can go back anytime too when they, you know, if they didn't have a need now, you might have it a year from now and you can come back and listen to one of our shows and educate yourself. Absolutely. And, you know, people ask all the time, hey, you got all these great companies on there. Do they pay to get on the All Four Seasons Home Show? Why don't you answer that question? Of course, they do not. They they absolutely nobody's paying. Nobody can pay to get on this show. We vet them. They don't. That's right. We get the best and. um, They can't buy their way on here. No. And it wouldn't, it would, it would. You know, it just wouldn't be the right thing to do anyways. But, you know, that's happening on right. TV and radio right. all over the place. Well, as Dan said, we, you know, we have a different company on here every week, a different subject matter expert to helping you to make a good consumer decision, save money and not get ripped off. And and this week is is no exception. You know, we want to make sure that every week, you know, we, we, we flush everything out and uh, all the rumors. Right. That's get right. rid of all the all the crap they put out there and. uh we don't. <laughs> we 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 don't. We want to dispel all the myths, right? So yeah, that's uh, right. Anyway, we're we're happy to have back with us a not only a a a former guest but a friend, Mr. George Yerndon of Southern Septic. George, welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show, and thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come here and help our audience. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me back here. You know, it's uh, it's always a pleasure. You guys. Definitely put the best people on the radio. I mean, I listen to you to the show. Uh, actually, had some good customers call me from the show, so I do oh, appreciate wonderful. that. Wonderful. And, uh, you know, I look forward to helping some people out with some information today. Well, we appreciate you taking your time, and and uh, for those, uh, you know, we get new listeners every week. That the show is always growing. So there's people that didn't hear your show before. If you could start off, maybe maybe giving just a short bio on yourself 
and how you got into this this field and how Southern Septic itself started. Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in a small town, uh, Cooperstown, New York, and uh, you know I was raised on a dairy farm up there. And one of the side businesses that were we were into was septic systems. You know, so uh, I did that for many years, and I moved away hoping to get away from it, and found myself back in it. And uh, you know, I, I worked for some other companies that. You know, their practices weren't the best. You know, I'm not saying I'm the, I'm the best, most honest person in the world. You know, I, I just try to take care of people. But at the end of the day, Southern Septic was founded on uh, hospitality grounds. You know, we want to make sure our customers are taken care of. They're happy. You know, make sure that uh, everything we do, we have our customers in mind. So that's how well, great. we started. So you, you decided to become an entrepreneur and go out on your own, right, not work for somebody else. I did. I did. And uh, it's probably one of the best decisions I ever made, really. I mean, it's, anybody that owns a small business knows that it's, it's a grind from from the time you get up to the time you go to bed. But at the end of the day, you know, you know, the satisfaction you get from being able to do what you want to do and the way you want to do it is pretty, pretty awesome. Well, Dan, you know all about that, right? Starting a business. I do, and it's it's funny. It is so much hard work, and and most people don't understand that unless you have a business yourself. But you also wouldn't want it any other way. You get to you get to make all the final decisions. So of course, um, it. we like that part of it. The buck stops here, right? That's right. Control your own <laughs> destiny. That's I mean, right. there's plenty of people out there that would love to just control their own destiny. That's the best part of owning a business, to be honest with you. Everything else is really tough work. Now, uh, talk to me about septic tanks in the state of Georgia. Are, are there a lot of septic tanks in Georgia? Or? Uh, actually, there are. You know, uh, septic tanks, there's about 7.5 million septic tanks in the state of Georgia. Wow. Yeah, only steadily increasing. You know, sewer is... Um, it's not as abundant as people may think. You, know, you have to have a facility. You have to have a way for the sewage to get to that facility. Mm-hmm. And with the uh, Atlanta spreading out, there's not so much space for that anymore. So that's where your septic systems come into play. And I think a lot of people have the perception, Dan, that septic's always out in the country or rural area. But that's not necessarily accurate, is it? Oh, no. And I, I've actually, there's some, even in Buckhead, there's still some septic systems out there. And, uh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> even, even in downtown Atlanta, believe it or not, there's still some, some septic. Okay. Yeah. That is surprising. What you know? What are some of the pros and cons to septic over sewer? So, with, with a septic, a well-maintained septic system is much cheaper to to take care of. You can think of um, sewer. You're paying monthly for your water bill is kind of you know whatever half of that is they add on to a sewer. But for septic, you're pumping your tank every three to five years at a cost of maybe four fifty to five fifty to maybe six hundred dollars per pumping, and uh, Environmentally, it's much better. You don't have to, no chemical treatments. Um, there's no waste management plants stinking the place up. It all just kind of goes in the ground and dissolves the way it's supposed to do. So, well, are they uh, are are they efficient compared to the sewer septic tanks? Uh, how, how do they how do they rank if we're if somebody's talking about a sewer versus a septic? Tank? So, as far as efficiency goes, I mean they're they're practically one of the same. Uh, a septic tank, you know, is, all it does is just house the solids the drain field itself actually disperses the the wastewater mm-hmm. uh with a sewer it's the same thing you know you flush your toilet you never even think about it until you have a problem like most people don't even know they're on set they have no idea what happens to it they move in they go to the restroom or they're using the washing machine they don't think about where that water goes right so when they finally have an issue they're like well i don't know what's going on and we get out there and they a septic tank well what is that and people think that a septic tank is all there is well my tank just must be full but what they don't realize is the tank is just a digestion chamber. It cleans the water before it leaves to, uh, to drain off into the ground. Well, what are some of the things that people with septic can do 
to prevent problems moving forward? You know, just be conscious of what you're doing. You know, you don't want to use a, a zillion gallons of water. You know, if you're taking showers, just be conscious of how much water you use. You don't want to take an hour shower constantly. Uh, Epsom salt baths, you know, you don't want to take one every single day. The, the salt actually gets into the system and can kill the bacteria. Um, you know, be conscious of what you're putting down your sink drains. You don't want to put a bunch of grease down there. Now, even even on sewer, you don't want to, but especially on septic because you have the drain field. If it fails, it's quite expensive to replace. So um, bleach, you know, you don't want to put gallons of bleach down your sink drain. You can use cleaning products, but you don't want to be overabundant with them. But that's about it. You know, garbage disposals, I do not recommend garbage disposals on septic. I know that people love them and they do have them, but at the end of the day, when you open a septic tank with somebody on the garbage disposal, that says, I barely use it. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've seen some of the worst tanks of people that don't use their garbage disposals here lately. I'm t- oh, man, I've got some pictures I'll show you guys before I leave. Wow. But, yeah, you want to be conscious of just what you're putting down your drains. That is really good to know, Jim, right there. Yeah, it? Yes, it is. I think that an ounce of prevention is worth more than a pound of cure, right? That's right. I mean, that's that's just something that I think – most people listening probably would have no idea about that, uh, right. the garbage disposal. And, yeah. you know, I'm one of these people where I have one um, and I just don't really use it a whole lot. I think I grew up with without it. And, you, you know, when you're just right. not u- used to it, you, you don't even think right. to use it. Now, what are some, what, what are all the services that Southern Septic offers? And I'll tell you, I, I have a personal interest in that because... You know, I thought it was very limited, just a septic tank, but it, it, it expands to some related other issues, right? You want to go into that? It does, yeah. So we are a, a commercial and residential company. We um, pretty much anything that has to do with disposal of wastewater, we are, we're involved in it. Any type of cleaning of any kind of lines, mm-hmm. we're, we're involved in that as well. Hydrojetting, cleaning of pipes, you know. Right, uh, right, right. Yeah. Well, that's good. So, you know, if, if somebody has a, a pump or something go out, you can also take care of that, right? We do. I just They uh, don't need to call a plumber. They no. can call. Yeah. You can call Southern Septic. We do, uh, we do lift stations as well. We just did a job over at the uh, Atlanta uh, Jewish Academy. They had two, uh, three horsepower pumps, which are pretty, pretty heavy-duty pumps. The grinder pumps go out, and we replaced both of those for them. And they called us the very next weekend, and, hey, man, our, our other pumps are down. So, but, yeah, we do just about anything. Well, what uh, you know, it, as far as what you're doing, what's, what's your bread and butter? What, are, what is what is the stuff day in and day out that is? Uh, I don't know. The, the the biggest, your biggest. You mean the maintenance stuff? Yeah, yeah. So so basically, you know, every every time we go to a tank, we're looking for either a problem or something that may be a future problem, and uh, we let our customers know. So pumping the tank is is key, obviously. Um, making sure that the baffles, the interior baffles that prevent the solids from going to the drain field or from going into the main line, we want to make sure those are in good condition. Uh, dual chamber tanks, you want to make sure the filters are clean, so we take those out, we'll clean them. If they're in bad condition, we'll go ahead and replace those. But just the simple stuff, you know, we're not there trying to take advantage of our customers, so if we don't see anything, we're going to let them know. But if we see something that doesn't look quite right, we're going to let them know as well. Well, that's the honesty is what uh, people really appreciate, and, you know, I think you brought that up earlier if you do right by your customers you will never have to worry about business no you're absolutely right we try to do right by all our customers we we're a hospitality company I, you know southern septic is a hospitality company so we try to treat everybody as they truly are family and and boy i tell you that's a, that's a tough job dan isn't it trying to treat everybody like family and still 
you know, uh, adhere to business practices that remains you can so you can it remain is. solvent and all. You know. Well, you know what? It's 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 a, it's a little bit that makes you think. Oh man, I'd like to make some more money, right? I mean, how can you make more money? You're thinking right, as a right, business, right. but you cannot do it. I mean, if you if you do things that way. In the end, you're just not going to get ahead yeah, anyways. Yeah, but yeah. it's just the right thing to do, right? Absolutely. Well, folks, you're listening to All Four Seasons Home Show. we got uh, George Yurndon here from Southern Septic, and he's going to be right back and going to explain what takes place during a septic tank plumbing. You may wonder what's, what, what it's all about. Don't go away. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearcos. And whenever I remind you to download the Extra 106.3 app to be able to stream us anywhere, anytime, anyplace. Right, Dan? That's right. If you uh, can't get a good signal, you can tap the app, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and you folks that are... Uh, uh, diehard radio guys. I mean, you you want to keep your radio close to you. If you, if the season gets a little, if the if the signal gets a little funky there on the FM, we're simulcast, which means we're also simultaneously on twelve thirty a.m. So if the s- signal is a little weak here, and you go to twelve thirty a.m. or vice versa, you're going to be fine. So um, want to want to tell you if you're just joining us uh, this week, we have with us a. Um, a former guest and uh, a, also a friend, George Yurndon of Southern Septic, uh, sharing, um, you, you know, dispelling the myths about septic tanks, the advantages, the pros and cons, and that type of thing. George, what takes place during a septic tank plumbing for those people who have no idea what that's all about? That is a great question. So a lot of people are deathly afraid of septic systems, so we're going to go ahead and kill the myth that septic systems are terrible. Uh, a standard procedure for a septic cleaning is a, a phone call to, to Southern Septic. Um, Heather will schedule you an appointment. We'll call you 45 minutes before we get to set appointment. We'll actually call you that morning to confirm that we're still on for the day. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 45 minutes before we get there, we'll call you, show up, I'll greet the customer. Uh, we'll go over a few things about what we're going to do, you know, what I'm about to explain now, and then we'll get started. So uh, once we talk to the customer, we'll go out. We have this super high technology way to find a tank. It's a metal rod with a handle on it. So we go out and we go out and aerate the yard for a little while and uh, find the tank. And once we find the tank, depending on the age of the home, uh, we'll know exactly what size opening we have to do. We don't want to make a big mess because we have to clean that mess up. So anything 96 and newer traditionally is going to have two ports, a small 18-inch port on the front and the rear. We'll locate the tank. We'll dig up those two ports. Anything prior to that has usually a four-foot by two-foot opening that we have to open up. So... 
once that's done, we'll take a look at the tank. We want to look at it before we do anything, just to have an idea of exactly how the tank's operating. Bacteria levels, if there's a lot of uh, solids on top, um, bacteria levels might be low. So we might have a recommendation to put a bacteria tablet in there or tell the co- see what the customer's using and putting in their tank to keep the bacteria levels low. Uh, then we'll pump it out. Once the tank is empty, we can check the interior baffles, which uh, prevent the solids from going in the main line, which backs up to the house, and then also prevents it going to the drain field, which is the working portion of the uh, the system. Everything looks good there. We take a few minutes. We'll go out, probe out the drain field, you know, uh, with our high technology stick, <laughs> and uh, we see if there's any wet spots in the yard, anything indicative of any kind of uh, failure or premature failure. And about how long does the average pumping take, a residential? Depending on how um, accessible the tank is, it can take anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half traditionally to, to get it pumped out. And when you leave, everything's cleaned up just the way you don't have to worry. People don't have to worry about their landscaping or a mess or anything like that. No, they don't. If there's any type of extravagant landscaping, we will let the homeowner know. You know, we'll do the best we can. But, you know, you paid a professional to come out here and take and install this. You know, we're professional septic cleaners. Uh, we're not professional landscapers. So we'll go out there and we'll do the absolute best we can. But for the most part, for just regular standard stuff, you'll never even know we were there. You know, when you when you say you're going to check it out in there, I mean, do you have a camera or anything that goes in there and takes a look? Or what do you, actually, are you checking we, it out? Actually, we really do. So... We do have a camera that we send it through the main line. Uh, you can't really, there's a lot of things you can't see underground. So if you have a main line that's maybe got a belly in it, which, you know, it's, it's sagging and it holds water, you can't tell by looking at it from the ground level that there's something wrong with it. But if you send a camera up there, you can see things that you don't want to see. You can't <laughs> see those things, I'm telling you. So you, you shoot the camera up there, and if there's a, a low spot, you can let the customer know, hey, it doesn't seem to be an issue now. Um, you might want to keep an eye on it for future reference or look, you may not notice it, but there's something really bad going on with your system. You want to take care of it now. And as far as the drain field goes, the older systems, the gravel systems, we can send a camera out and take a look. But the infiltrator systems, you can send the camera out the tail outline, which connects the tank in the drain field, and see what's in there. But once you get to the chambers themselves, you can't really see anything. They're, they're full of water all the time, just like a tank is. So, What? Now, so this stuff is in the ground for how long? I mean, is there a point where it just there's things that need to be replaced just like everything else that it just lives past its life and then you got to come in there and do some repairs absolutely so the traditional septic system is designed to last between 20 and 25 years a well-maintained septic system can last much longer the older gravel systems i mean i'm still working on them today i mean this and they haven't been in the ground for for ages even old concrete gravel systems i'm still working on they're still functioning if you maintain it and don't wait you're 20 years like Grandpa did to pump. Grandpa never pumped his tank. Right. Yeah, well, <laughs> Grandpa's septic system failed, you know, 20 years later and had to replace it. But you can uh, probably maintain them. They can last much, much longer. And, and so at times, though, like, is it, you know, when, when that time comes, is it just a total rebuild here? Or is this, hey, I can... I can replace just part of this thing and yeah. get it up and running just like brand new. Yeah, so no, there's no... Um, there's When they... Fail, fail, you have to replace them. So you may be able to leave the existing system where it's at and add a system and use both systems. They have called it a bull run valve. You can turn one system off and let the other system heal and then switch them back and forth. But uh, when a system fails, there's already a predetermined spot when the home was built where your secondary system is going to go. Really? Yeah, so the, you know you have to check the soil. You have a soil scientist that will come out, check the soil levels. If the perk rate's good and the land is good for it, they'll put your primary but they know it's going to fail, right? So the engineer or 
contractor automatically has to have a secondary place. The, con- the county requires that. So if that set fails, we've already got a secondary spot to put the system. And then you said, and then it heals. So then after, could give another 20 years, right, and put it back to the, uh, the other one when that fails? I mean, is that kind of the thought process? Well, so a lot of times when they fail, it's there's only certain situations where you can actually have both systems operational. So in, in most cases, that's not really when, it, when it's done, it's done. It's done, it's done. Because the soil itself becomes clogged, and then uh, the oxygen is actually gets choked out of the system. That's the biggest killer of a drain field. So you have an aerobic uh, bacteria that's in the drain field. It needs air. So when you have all this crap coming from the tank getting into the drain field, it chokes it out. So once the bacteria dies, you can't, you know, you can't revive that bacteria. There's only certain circumstances where that's even a, an option. That is so interesting. I, Jim, I never thought septic would be this interesting. I know. But yeah. it really, really is. And it's educational because a lot of people, they, they, they don't understand it. They're scared of it. They're confused about it. And after they listen to this show and listen to George, they have a thorough understanding of it. That's something they probably might want to embrace. Uh, how often should a septic tank be pumped on an average residential? So the standard is every three to five years. You know, if you have five people in the house, you want to do it a little more often. So it's often. economical. It is. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, and it's very low cost considering the cost of sewage these days. You know, you, average sewer I think is between thirty and fifty dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're talking about maybe five hundred bucks a month or five hundred bucks every five years to pump a tank. I mean, I'm going with that all day. That's true. Now you had mentioned in past shows that sometimes, not very often, but there's unusual things inside these tanks that you find. You wanna, you wanna touch on that. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah, not. Yeah. So, people, like I said, you know, before, people don't really think about where things go. Yeah. And when you have a sewer, you know, n- nobody really gets to see it because it's processed out. Right. But with a septic tank, you get to see some pretty interesting stuff. So, uh, um, yeah, I think you said somebody <laughs> even alive. You're blushing. Down yeah, there. yeah, yeah. There's a there was a, a squirrel. We didn't really know it was a squirrel at first. You know, it got into the uh, the vent pipe and got stuck in the main line. So we're hydro jetting, trying to get whatever blockage it was out of there, and we're like, man, it's not coming out. So we sent our camera up there, and all we saw was this fleshy thing. You know, we didn't know what the heck it was. I'm, like, freaking out. I see this thing. I'm like, what the heck is that? <laughs> I don't know if it was, you know, you know, you, your mind you goes know. crazy. It's like, am I calling CSI right now? It's right. right. <laughs> but we were able to extract it, and it was a... As a squirrel in our jetter had <laughs> ripped all the hair off of it, you know, it was obviously dead for a minute, so <laughs> we didn't kill a squirrel, I assure you that. <laughs> but at the same time, man, it was like, it was pretty freaky. So uh, that's probably the, the craziest thing I've seen in the mainland. But in the tank, just let your imagination run, and we've seen it. There's things that you can't imagine we've we'll seen in the tank. We'll leave it at that, right? Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm just thinking about, because my boys are a little older where this wouldn't happen now. But boy, when they were younger, who knows what they would have stuck down the, you know, and all that stuff's just sitting there down just, uh, just, just hanging out yeah. <laughs> just waiting for someone so, to come open it up yeah well you know we see sometimes advertising like all natural organic something can pour down your toilet to keep you, the bacteria healthy in your septic tank what 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 products should or should not be put down the septic tank to help you help keep it healthy so when it comes to a healthy septic system when a house is first built and this septic system is installed there's no bacteria in the tank so it's a good idea if you're moving into a new home to what they call a seating the tank. You know, go find a, your favorite enzyme you want to use. You know, my grandfather used to use spoiled milk, you know, buttermilk, and just pour it down mm-hmm. there because it's got some yeast in it. You can pour yeast in there. You can use other products that they promote on the radio. 
But anything that's going to have any kind of uh, enzyme in it will, will help the system. Now, as time progresses, the tank itself will start to build this anaerobic bacteria. It builds up in the tank. So when you pump a tank, you don't have to really add anything else to the tank once it's seeded. Um, if you have a lot of females in the house, you might want to put something extra in there just because there's a lot more toilet paper that's mm-hmm. being used. Yeah. Uh, and that those enzymes help break down the toilet paper. Uh, bleach is not a, a great friend of the septic systems in high usage. You know, you can do your laundry, but you don't want to be that person that's like an antiphobe and like pouring gallons of bleach every day because I assure you that it's going to have adverse effects. And when it does, when it does happen, it's not going to be, it's not going to be good. Are there uh, odors during or after a pumping service? I'm sure people are, are, are worried about that stench. Yeah, there, there definitely is. Anytime you stir up a cesspool, you know, it's a, it's going to smell a little different than your outside air, but it goes away pretty quick. You know, we let the customer know, hey, listen, you're going to want to go ahead and close your windows and close your, shut your garage door. It's going to be over pretty quick, but to me, I'm nose blind now. So, I mean, if I smell <laughs> That's one, a good thing. If I smell one, the whole neighborhood's <laughs> going to smell it because I'm so, like, I'm so oblivious. But every once in a while, you get that one. It's just it just touches something. This boy. Yeah, your olfactory nerves are shot. Oh yeah, they don't exist. I'm you know, you. it's funny that reminds me. I had an RV. I just got rid of it. Had it for about four years. But that's the same smell I think Ooh. about when you pump that out and you, you know, we're driving down the road and you're like, what is that? <laughs> Something's wrong. You yeah, know? That, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Yeah. What What are the symptoms of a failing septic tank or one that needs service? So you, anytime you see any kind of wet spot in the yard, that's going to let you know that you're having oh, a drain okay. field issue. If you get out there and there's some soggy areas, you, you want to call a professional to come out there. You know, Southern Septic will come out there and we'll, we'll take a look at it for you and let you know if, if it's a water line, if it's a sprinkler system, or if it's an actual uh, drain field issue. Uh, slow drains. If you have a, a toilet that's just not flushing the same before and you know, you're not doing anything different, you might want to call. First, you might want to try a plumber first to see if there's an obstruction in the house. Or if you hear any gurgling. The bubbling and the gurgling. <laughs> you know, after you eat a nice meal and your stomach starts to make that noise, <laughs> that's the same noise. So, but uh, uh, the, the bubbling sound is actually the air bubble that's trapped in the lines. Yeah. As the lines fill up with water, that air is forced out. So the blue, 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 that's a good indication that you might want to call Southern Septic. Mm. Yeah, that is a pretty good indication, I think, Jim. You know, you know what I always wondered, uh, Dan, what, it, what exactly is meant by a leaching field? What do you think, George? What's a leaching field? So a leaching field is another name for a drain field. Oh, okay. So it's the same thing. When I, when I was a young boy, leaching, I'm thinking, oh, man, they got leeches? I mean, I had no <laughs> idea. So I'm talking, envisioning all this stuff. Well, as, we, as I got older and started yeah. – opening septic tanks up and understanding what it was. Like, oh, that's a drain field. They call it a leaching field. But people still call it a leaching field, but it's the same exact thing. It's basically your network of drain pipes that are buried underground, and it uh, accepts the water from the tank and lets it disperse into the ground. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, George. I've got a personal question for you. I've got some land. At some point, I'm going to be building. I, you will be my man. But right. I am curious what when you're putting in septic i mean what are we talking in a new house what 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 is what is something like that just cost so to, to a lot of it done? depends on the uh the contour of the land and the and the perk rate so you will you'll have to get a soil scientist to come out there and do some boring and take some soil samples and then go back and you know see what the perk rate is see how fast the water is absorbed abs- <laughs> absorbed by the ground and how fast it leaves the area once you know what that is, then you can determine what kind of system you can put in because there's more than just one system. There's actually there's more systems that I can even I can even tell you. I mean, there's probably really? oh yeah, there's there's tons of different systems. 
the standard systems is a uh, infiltrator system, which is basically traditionally a, a gravity-fed system, right? Um, something like that, depending on the bedrooms, you're somewhere around 8,500 for a, a three-bedroom house, and it progresses up as you go. Uh, the more bedrooms you have, the more linear footage you have to have. So you can get up to, I mean, how many bedrooms you have, you can get up as high as you want. But when you start talking about specialty systems, they can get pretty pricey. And those are used whenever the soil is bad soil or if you have a small lot. So a lot of people are building these tiny homes now. So the acreage that they're using or wanting to use is much less. Well, traditionally, you couldn't really do that because the septic systems that they had were, you know, it's 100 foot per bedroom. So I was like, well, I don't even, I don't have that much space, so you can't build. Now they've got it to where you can use what they call an Elgin system, which is almost 50% less space that is required than a, a traditional gravel system. So pretty much any application now you can put a septic system. What in. if you're on a in a on a mountain like Dan is? Well we just put on our climbing gear and put it in the side of the mountain. There you go. <laughs> I was gonna ask the exact same thing. It's very rocky. So I would expect you'd have to do some side of different type of system based on that that level of rock. Yeah, so if it's if it you can't get deep enough, say we run into a lot of rock and we're not able to get deep enough and uh for a traditional system you can do what they call as a raised bed. So basically the septic system is on top of the ground. And uh, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cool actually. You, you, you don't know it's a septic system. You have no idea. Right. Your tank's still where your tank's gonna be, but the actual drain field itself is uh, is above ground. Is, is the, I guess the the area, is it, is it one of those things where maybe you gotta have it pumped more often? Some of these systems based on, you know, something like that just sounds like it's not as big to me, but I don't know. Yeah, do so know? Anytime, anytime you have a, a specialty system, you want to you want to call Southern Septic because we're going to tell you how often you really need to pump it. The, the industry standard is three to five years. But if you're talking about like a situation like yours where we've got a lot of rocks and the, the uh, soil isn't taking water very well, you might want to pump your tank a little more often to keep the water that's leaving the tank a cleaner water. The dirtier water is going to have uh, sediment in it. It's going to leave it behind in the soil, and then it starts to drain a lot slower. So depending on what's going on or what type of system you have, it will determine what kind of uh, pump time you have. You know, another thing, you're saying, okay, how many people are in the house? So you might have some extra bedrooms. I'm thinking when I build that house, I'm probably going to have some extra bedrooms because, you know, sometimes I'm going to want some company up there more than the average household. But maybe there's only... You know, you're using it on the weekends or you're, you know, you only have two people in there or whatever it is at that time. So you're basing it more on how many people are living in that house, right? As far as how often to pump it and how big to build yeah. it and all of those things. Exactly. Right? So we're talking about consistent use. You know, we want to know if you have a 15-bedroom house, you know, God forbid somebody owns one. But anyway, but you've only got three people living there right. on a regular basis. But you have a lot of people that comes in maybe once a month or every so often. We'll kind of base again. We'll open the tank and we'll be able to tell you exactly what we see, and then we can base it off a good, educated. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I was just thinking, you know, how often or whatever, you know, if if it's getting a lot of use on a weekend, that's okay, right? It's it's more about that total, how quickly it's getting filled up. Correct. Okay. So when it comes to the septic tank cleaning, we don't necessarily care how often it's used. We want to know what's going in it as far as solid matter. Because the idea is to remove the solids from the tank. So let's say you have a big house and you only have guests come over on the weekends, but you have a bunch of guests. So all week long, you've only got two people, but you've got 15 people on the weekend, right? Everybody's going to the bathroom. So the solids that are going into the tank are actually probably more than what 
a traditional family would use on a standard living situation. So, but it's based on to, you know kind of total yeah, quantity that's going into that tank, right? And it's not so much the water that we care about going into the system; it's the solids that we want to get out of the tank because the water is going to take care of itself. If we keep the doo doo and stuff out of the equation, the water is a cleaner water. So as it penetrates the soil again, it doesn't leave anything behind, so your soil stays clean. You have a lot of people with a lot of sediment in your tank. The water that leaves carries that crap with it right. and that crap is left behind inside the uh, the soil and that's what causes your drain field to fail so, what's okay. a distribution box what is meant by that so a distribution box is uh it's used in a couple different applications sometimes they're called a splash box when it's used for a pump and a distribution box when it's you have a, one line that comes from the tank you'll go into a distribution box which can have multiple ports on it which allows the water to equally distribute into lines in different directions so you have Let's say we have a four box, four hole box. You have one line coming in from the tank, and you got three lines that come off of it. So you have a four inch line that'll leave each one of those portholes going into a drain field. There were really people in the seventies down here. I'm telling you, they love distribution boxes. You have the flattest piece of earth down here. Dig back the distribution box. I've, I've never seen anything like that. Why didn't you just run it straight? But back in the day, they really liked those distribution boxes. And some counties now even. Oh, you got to put a box in there. I'm like, why, why, do you, why do you want a box? Well, you know, we're going to cross it over anyway. But, you know, and it's neither here nor there. But, yeah, that's what a distribution box is. And just to reiterate probably what we've already covered, we don't want to throw Drano down a septic tank or something like that, right, if, it's, if we feel it's clogged? So you can use Drano. Um, it, it's okay. You just, like, again, it's how much of everything you use. Too much is too much, you know. If you have a small sink drink clog, you can use Drano. But if you're sitting there trying to clear a mainline blockage with Drano and you put, like, two bottles down, you might want to just go ahead and stop and give us a call. Because if one bottle doesn't do it, I promise you five bottles isn't going to do it. <laughs> I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah. Wow. wow. Jeez, Jim, I would, I'd would i probably be the guy that tried five to, to get it down before I but, Well, the thing, the problem with that is somebody's got to clear that line. And if you don't have a, uh, a clean-out outside the home, somebody's getting in the tank. And somebody's got to break that free. And I, you can't outrun it, okay? I'm going to go ahead and tell you, you can pick a side, all right? So if you're in a septic tank and the main line's here and you've got to clear it, don't try to get out of the tank. Just left or right, baby, because you ain't, you, ain't <laughs> you ain't outrunning it, I'm t- I promise you. Oh, my goodness. Man, I'll tell you, that kind of, this is, it reminds me of those dirty jobs, you know, the, the uh, I forget the guy. That, Micro? Yeah. yeah I, th- I mean, he had to have done a septic yeah. at some point. I right? haven't seen him. I've seen him do the sewer, but he, I, don't, I haven't seen him do septic yet. I'd invite Mike Rowe to come come spend a day with me, and I'll, I'll put him on to some pretty interesting stuff. Make a phone call to him. That would be an yeah, interesting show for sure. Well, you know, if somebody has a, a drain field, can they, is there any problem putting flowers and bushes, planting that stuff over their drain field, or do you want to avoid all that because no, you, of roots? No, you can plant. Um, so you don't want to put any kind of large trees on your, on your drain field, obviously. Uh, the newer system, the infiltrator, it had to be a humongous root blockage to, to block up a, a new drain field but mm-hmm. bushes you know you want to have some foliage because it actually takes the water out of the ground so i mean it, it helps with the uh evaporation of the, of the water but you don't want to put a you don't put a big tree like uh what is the uh what's that tree that we have let's say a stinking there's a tree that's i can't think of the name right now but you don't want to do it when we come back from the break i'll remember what it is and tell you but you do not want to plant these trees close to your your septic system because they Destroy them, absolutely destroy them. Magnolia trees is one, but there's another one that I can't think of right this second because I'm on the spot, but it'll come to me and I'll yeah. let you know. Yeah, wow. 
Who would ever dream, Dan, that there's this much to know about a septic tank system? Well, you know, it's interesting when I you know, found out George was going to be on the show. I, I was actually pretty excited about it. I remember the last show, and there was just so much to talk about that oh, yeah. uh, you would just never imagine. And George does such a great job articulating it, and he clearly, clearly knows his business. Well, folks, we're up against a break, but you don't want to go away because we're going to go into our last segment, and George has a special just for you. So don't you go away. We'll be right back. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarcos, and we want to remind you that you can go on the Extra 106.3 website and see all the past shows. Just go under All Four Seasons Home Show, and we have a whole library. I mean, you name the topic, we have it. It's just a plethora of information. Also, all shows are out on uh, podcasts on Apple, Google, and Spotify, so you don't, don't, don't miss anything. Like today, you're listening to George Yernan from Southern Septic. You say, oh, my gosh, I wish my brother-in-law heard this because he'd like to know all about this, about his septic tank. He's had problems or he's thinking about buying a problem with a septic tank. All you have to do is tell your brother-in-law, say, brother, listen to George on Apple, Google, Spotify, Southern Septic. You can't beat him. Right, Dan? That's right. All right, getting back to George. George, what is that white pipe that looks like a candy cane? What what is that for? That's for a uh, it's a vent for sewer systems. So that you, when you're driving down the road and you see it sticking out, right? That's what that is. That's it. Well, that's you make sure that's vented, right? Yeah, you got to make sure it's vented. And that's pretty basic <laughs> and been around a long time. But Dan, you wanted to ask about technology. Yeah, I mean, with us at all these different fields, every week we're talking to people and obviously technology has changed all of our lives so much um over the years it seems to get faster and faster um the ways that our lives change but how is it affecting the septic uh field so technology obviously is is an amazing thing i mean 2023 we've got just about anything you can think of uh as far as septic systems go you can do so much more there's uh there's programs that allow you to your system to dose certain areas of your drain field at a certain amount of time for a certain length of time. So if you have a, let's say we have what's called a drip system, where it's kind of like your soaker hoses for your your gardens, uh, 
it'll go and it'll dose a certain area, which will it'll turn on a certain section of drain field to drain, and it actually forces it into the ground for a certain amount of time. There's alarms where you, if your system's not operating properly, the drain field itself, it'll send you a notification. I mean, there's just so much technology. Is that affordable? I mean, is that pretty affordable to do that? Because sometimes we hear, hey, you can get this really cool thing, but it costs a ton of money. I mean, are these things pretty affordable? So if you have to have one of those, you don't really want to get into the te- having to mess with the technology portion of it. Any kind of a, a, an alert is pretty affordable. You know, there's, there's a, alarms for systems with pumps, and there's alarms for systems with no pump at all, just regular tank. That will let you know, hey, your water's getting a little bit high. You, know, you might want to check it out. But you don't really want to have to deal with the technology and septic because if you are, it's going to be pricey. You want to, it's there because we need it, but you don't want to have to use it because when you get into stuff like that, it's not the technology that's expensive. It's the actual drain field itself that would be expensive. We start talking about panels with, you know, programs and the maintenance on those. It's, it's a little overwhelming for some people. They kind of shy away from it. They forget about it, but the technology you can get an alert on your phone. You could be at work and that things dings off. You're like, oh crap, I gotta go. You know. So. Well, I would think just you know if if you had something that just told you when it was full and it's time to get this well, thing pumped, I would think that would remember make Dan a the, lot of uh, sense. The septic tank is always full, so it takes a it's a thousand gallon tank. So you whatever your water bill is a month, just figure out how often you're using a thousand gallons. Your tank is full whenever you get done pumping that soon. So the idea is every time you flush or use something in the house, everything goes down a drain. It drains into the tank. The solid matter is trapped inside the tank. The amount of water that comes into the tank rises the level of the tank. At the backside of the tank, it's a cleaner water. It's a cleaner effluent. So that amount of water then leaves the tank and leaches off to the field. So when people think of their tank being full, oh, well, I think it's just full. It's always full. Now it can be over full, and that could be because of a clogged drain field or just simply because of a clogged filter. Or I guess... A better way to say it then is when it's time to when get it time. pumped. If there was something that alerted you on that, I would feel like that would well, really be beneficial. I tell you what, if you go with Southern Septic, we will alert you when it's time. So we will send you a reminder, with not only via email, but via text message. And if we don't get a response out of you, we might even pick up the phone and say, hey, <laughs> just want to touch base and let you know that, you know, it's, it's that time again. So Right. And if you don't live in the same home you pre- lived in previously, uh, we'll take care of your new one, too. Okay, if I'm selling my home, do I need a septic tank inspection? Is there such a thing? So there is a septic thing, and some of the banks require a septic inspection. We do a ton of them for a lot of big realty companies around Atlanta. And uh, the idea is to get somebody to come out there and put eyes on it. You know, we want to check out the drain field. We want to check the interior baffles, check the condition of the tank. Uh, if you don't, buyer beware. There's been a lot of cases where uh, a customer will call me, hey, we just bought the home. And get out there and find out that's the reason the previous owner sold the home is that the system was all jacked up. Uh, if you're buying a home, you definitely want to call Southern Septic because we're going to come out there with an unbiased opinion. We're going to dig it up. We're going to give the give, give a thorough inspection. I'm going to let you know, hey, everything looks great or, hey, this needs to be done. And uh, we'll get a, a letter to you and you can present that not only to your now, bank. Now, is it fairly reasonable to get an inspe- have a Southern Septic come out and do a, an inspection on a new home? Oh, absolutely. So you got to pump the tank. To do it right, you know, you cannot pump the tank, but you can't check the structural integrity okay. of the tank. You know, we can won't see if there's any cracks, but we want to charge $125 for the letter itself for the because it's a little bit different of an inspection. Mm-hmm. We're gonna break out the camera. We're gonna break, you know, we're gonna get out in the drain field, do extensive testing there. We're gonna do a lot more things than we would do just on your traditional. How's it working? Because obviously, if you're gonna buy a home on my word, I better make sure that the septic system is what I say it is. Right. Sure. Sure. You know, people 
build new homes and they think, hey, everything's going to be perfect. Everything's brand new. What they find out is there's things that maybe weren't done properly and, you know, you'll figure it out pretty quick, right? But it might be the first year or things build up. What are some of the things that could go wrong in a brand new house with septic? Well, believe it or not, I've actually had to change out drain fields in houses that are less than a year old. Uh, The installation process, anybody can put pipes in the ground, but can you put them in the ground correctly? So there's what they call a shearing. All right, so when you dig in the ground and your bucket scrapes the ground, the sidewalls of the bucket smooth out the walls of the of that ditch. If you're not diligent in raking the side of the walls, you've lost all that area of, of drainage. So now you have only what's on the bottom. To, that's going to clog up pretty dang quick, right? So um, people don't, don't put it in. You know, the inspectors, they have a tough job, right? They're coming out there. They're always getting beat up about stuff, but, you know, they have to do an inspection just on visual. They don't get to see what's actually underneath those panels. So if, if it's not installed correctly, I mean, it can fail pretty quick. Sure. Well, well, we're, we're, getting, we're getting short in time. I want to make sure George yeah, can George, uh, let everybody I know, know. We're getting towards the end of the show Man, here. It goes by so fast. I know, that, I, know, I know you said that you wanted to you, you give our audience a unique offer. If they happen to hear you on the one, go ahead, take it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Southern Septic will give you a 20% discount on any repair and 10% on tank pumping uh, if you mention the Four Seasons Home Show. Uh, so you bring that up and it's the, you get a pretty nice discount. So, And our tank pumping prices right now are $454,000, 550 for 1500 uh, Anything outside of our service area, we will go there, but because of the cost of fuel, we do have to mm-hmm. increase our pricing a little bit. And we'll let you know exactly what it is before we leave. Okay. And how do folks get in contact with you, George? Uh, you can get in contact with us several different ways. You can find us on the internet at southernsepticcompany.com. You can call Ms. Heather for any type of booking at 678-267-5224 or my direct line, which is 404-528-4631. If you call me and I try to book your appointment, tell me you need to talk to Heather because I will <laughs> double book. <laughs> and then a live body. Heather actually answers the phone, right? Yeah. Not, you're not, you're not going to get lost in a voicemail matrix no. or anything like that. No, you won't be a hot and hold for 30 minutes. Great. We, well, we thank you, right George. You. You're, you're in Southern Septic, another great company here on the All Four Seasons Home Show. Dan, another great show. And we hope you join us every Saturday morning at 9 for another great topic and great information that can help you save money and not get ripped off. Right, Dan? That's right. That's what we're here for. Folks, have a great week. This morning in the Atlanta airport, No one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.